With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. That ugly cat, is his name Hunter? <laughs> Baby, let me ask you something. You How do you want to start this one off? I would like to thank Bradtree Living. This is very rare of me to say, but I would like to thank Bradtree Living. I would like to thank the Flames executive department, whether that's coaching, whether that's management, because we started this podcast only a month ago, and it's very, very evident that you listen and that you care about what we have to say about the team. Uh, if you go back to our video from January 2nd, around the 50 minute timestamp, Noah and I are gushing about an individual named Tyler Toffoli. Well, we're, I'm here to tell you that Tyler Toffoli is now a member of the Calgary Flames, and we gave up, I would say, the equivalent of peanuts. This is a place to me. I mean, peanuts, we give up our first round pick this year, but to us, we're in win now mode. That means nothing to us, really. Um, it's going to be a late first. Hopefully, God forbid anything happening. It's going to be a late first. Um, you don't give up any of your massive prospects in Wolf, Coronado, Peltier, Zari. All those guys stay. You dump Tyler Pitlick, which is a massive W. And, and personally, I mean, he gets to play with his cousin now over in Montreal. Yeah. Like, all he's gonna get play time out there. Yeah. Um, and you 
dish off Emil Heineman, who's been traded three times since he was drafted in 2019. <laughs> Man, Heineman, like the Sam Bennett trade tree just got 10 times more complicated. We pretty much traded Bennett for Toffoli at this point. He is going to bring everything that the Flames need. Oh. He, he may not, like, he's not going to be that. I've been dwelling in Instagram comments since the trade's been made, trying to see, like, what the hockey community thinks of this trade. Me, personally, I think both teams win. Both teams get what they need right now. I think so, too. But, like, I've seen so many Habs fans being like, wow, you overpaid for Toffoli. I'm like, what, what are you talking about we overpaid for Toffoli? The guy... I, what is what was the stat, stat I saw this morning? Um, something that he has like seventy three points in his last eighty nine games played, or something like that. Like that is worth that is worth the first overall pick. If you guys are talking about our first, and that's what you're saying the overpay is, I mean, I I don't agree. Like, I don't. I think I think the Flames made a beautiful trade to pick up to Foley. They say overpay, but the best asset they received was a pick in the 20 to 25 range. Yeah. How is that an overpay? Emil Heineman, there's no guarantee that he's even going to be an NHLer. Exactly. Um, a, a fifth round pick, like unless you've got unreal scouting, there's a very high chance that that pick is also not going to be extravagant as well. Exactly. You, and like Toffoli's just a perfect Sutter guy, man. Like, holy shit, he does everything, shoots a ton, generates a lot. Right-handed shot on the power play, which is a huge need for us. Like, Toffoli and can now QB each other. Exactly. Like, I'm genuinely very impressed that Brad made this deal without subtracting from the current lineup, like you said. And the fact that he controlled himself not to also add Ben Chirot. Thank <laughs> God, oh my God! If Sherrod was part of this deal, we would have had to deal like three firsts. No, I. But did, did Toffoli not have his best years under Sutter? Did he not play perfect? He had a thirty-goal season under Sutter. Like, he's going to fit into this lineup perfectly. He's, in my opinion, I was talking with with Raja this morning about this. I think he's going to slot in on the third line. The way the second line's been playing lately and the chemistry that they found together, they look beautiful out there. Backlund and Manger, they got some sort of like brainwave signals going on between each other. Exactly. And Coleman been a beautiful forechecking forward for those two. I don't think you break that lineup. I think Toffoli slots in with Monaghan and Dubé on the third line. And now you've got Kachuk, Coleman, Toffoli in your top nine that's that's like no complaints out of me anymore brad is like in the most like normal way possible i am considering driving down to the dome and just like like giving brad like a large hawaiian being like this is from me and your dad <laughs> like just like just you are buddy i've, I've never thought he did this that I would wake up on Valentine's Day morning and the words would come out of my mouth that actually Brad for Living is my Valentine this year. Like, I never thought that in a million years I would say that. 2022 first, 2023 fifth, Tyler Pitlick, who's the equivalent of a seventh, and then Emil Heineman. That, Which he's, 
three to four years out, if that. Two to three, three to four, somewhere in that range. This is I love a massive it. Like, yeah, people are like, you know, he he can't carry a team like he used to. He can't be that first-line forward. He's not going to be a first-line forward. He doesn't need to do any of that. He needs to come in and give us secondary scoring on nights where our top line gets shut down, which the team itself has been doing already these last few games. Now you just add another shot, another good offensive skater to that mix. This team is looking really scary. And the fact that he got this deal done – a month prior, over a month to the, prior to the to the deadline. I can't even talk, dude. I'm like jittery. Like I'm so how serious we are though. But and I love to see this move made now because with the schedule we have coming up, we have such a compacted schedule. Like guys are gonna be tired. Guys are probably gonna get injured. Yeah. And bringing in a big guy like Tafoli this early is just gonna help us through all that, all those games. Like the tight compacted schedule, it's oh. Like this, we're, we're legit. Like we're going for number one in the Pacific. We are, oh man, I'm so juiced right now. Some Habs fans are, are saying we overpaid. It's like, you don't know who these assets are, do you? No, and they don't think that like, oh, maybe under a Sutter-like system and a lot less responsibility in Calgary will actually really benefit to Foley. They don't think like that. They're like, oh, he sucked in Montreal. We have eight wins this year. He sucks. He sucks. That's like, like, he has 26 points in 37 games. On a shitty team. A terrible team. Like, god-awful team. Like, embarrassment to the... The Coyotes are better. (laughs) For fuck's sake. Coyotes who have Louis Erickson in their top six <laughs> are a bigger threat than Montreal. Like, au revoir. No, I, yeah, I feel the same way. Like, this is a massive addition. Man, dude, that, that comment just made the dangle in me come out. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm so sorry for yelling, but that was, like, seriously. Like, Tyler Pitlick is a below-replacement-level fourth-line defensive forward. Yeah. Like, that is literally a on-the-mark sentence of exactly what he brings, right? And, I mean, the second we acquired him, right, like, you're not expecting much when you give up a fourth for a guy like Pitlick, right? And, you know, his AAV was was 1.75. Like, that's a pretty – like, we talk about Brett Ritchie and harp on him at 900K, but, like, Pitlick always being hurt and just being a passenger out there for almost two mil is arguably – was arguably worse. Oh, definitely it was worse. And just the fact that we dumped Pitlick's deal, you know what? I'm, I mean, it didn't work out here. Nothing is the guy. I'm happy for him that he gets to go play with his cousin. Um, the fact that, you know, this pick of ours is probably going to be in the mid-20s. And the fact that, you know, Heinemann is, like you said, years out. I don't see him being, like, I don't I know. think he's pretty to be a top nine forward right now like he he does have nhl projection but he's still two to three years out maybe four so mm-hmm. that does calgary no good like we don't need that and if then, you're four years out like that's pretty much the end of our window here like you're gonna get dealt anyways if, if you're getting old and not producing you're gonna get dealt out of here anyways and a fifth like 
I still can't believe that he that Brad pulled this off. Like I, I, I want to know who did the negotiation. Who negotiated this deal? Like you don't think it was Brad? You really don't want to believe it was Brad? I want to. God knows I want to. But his track record makes me <laughs> skeptical. <laughs> I know. I know. I think it was Brad. I think Brad really facilitated this. He's and, finally real. His ass is on the line and that he needs to make some real trades to give this team a shot. And like you and me were saying earlier this morning, if you're the boys at practice today and oh. Sutter comes out through and is like, oh yeah, boys, by the way, uh, Toffoli is going to be joining us tomorrow. Like, does that not juice up Goudreau, Kachuk, all Lindholm, they hear something like that. They're like, okay, like management sees what we're doing out here. Management is ready to go all in on this team right here. Like, is that not a, such a confidence booster for the entire team? And the fact Other that he's probably going to get scratched now, but <laughs> Brett's like got Brett's got his head down. Like, damn it, damn it. Brett, honestly, Brett Ritchie is living the life. We give him so much shit, but he gets to play on a pretty nice team. Makes nine hundred thousand dollars and does absolutely nothing. Because what they're not going to like. I think Brett goes out for Toffoli to come in. Oh, yeah. I don't think no, you take, I don't. I don't think because Lewis is too good on the penalty kill. He's been a huge part of that penalty kill. And I like, um, Lewis, if I'm being yeah. honest, I don't, I don't mind him at all. I actually, I like what he brings. And I really hope Rizichka stays in the lineup because if we keep him as our fourth line center, like this team, <laughs> is, oh my God, like, Oh my God! No, like, let's run this real quick, okay? Gaudreau, Lindholm, Kachuk, Manchapani, Backlund, Coleman, Dubé, Monahan, Toffoli, Lucic, Ruzicka, Lewis. Suddenly, I'm not sitting here yelling at my monitor, talking to you about depth scoring anymore. Like that's a beautiful lineup. You still got your grit, and you got your your big boys that can, you know, play the tough minutes in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But now you just add a beautiful goal scorer like you look at Tyler Stafoli's advanced metrics his finishing is 89% or something like that like is that not what the Flames need is like oh man this is just right on the money and something that's interesting that I also want to point out did you watch Brad's presser by any chance no I didn't get to watch it okay so Brad just like I just finished watching his pressure just before we started recording this and he said something i think pretty pretty interesting pat retweeted it i'm just finding it real quick he basically said we didn't want anyone else to get him like we want we had him targeted we're executing it a month before the deadline because we didn't want anyone else to get him right like yeah he was our guy and we were gonna go get him whatever it took Like, oh my God, dude, this is unreal. There's addressing your needs and going out and getting it done. That's it right there. That's what we've been saying Brad needs to do. You address your needs and gave up pennies on the dollar for a guy who's here until 2024. Minimum. We don't even know if he'll stick around. Like, yeah, it's not like he's like, he's got another two years in Calgary after this year. 
Mm-hmm. Another two full seasons in red after this season. And Habs fans are trying to tell me it's an overpayment. Calgary is Canada's team. Like, and now you take a look at this, like, okay, now you bring in a guy with term. And I want to just briefly touch on this part. Uh, Ryan Pike just tweeted this out. Perfect timing in the middle of our recording. Uh, Flames regulars signed for 22-23. Monaghan, Backlund, Lucic, Coleman, Lindholm, Toffoli, Dubé, Hannafin, Anderson, Tanev, Markstrom, and Vladar. That's $54.45 million with $28.05 million available to re-sign some important players. And you take a look at that, and I'm going to guess out of that 28, you know, that 18 to 20 are just going to 13 and 19. Oh, yeah. Let's go crazy. Let's go drink Bud Lights on 17th and start screaming a bunch of derogatory shit because we can. You know what I mean? Like. I am so juiced, dude. I, I am literally so sweaty. I look like an absolute potato today. It's fine. I am like, I don't even care that she didn't even text me back today on Valentine's Day. <laughs> I don't care. Like I'm going to drive to the dome and I'm going to find Brad. I'm going to give him a kiss on the forehead. Yeah. I don't care. I, I don't care. Like I am so just juiced. So juiced. Oh, <laughs> beautiful, beautiful day. A beautiful, beautiful day. I have so many assignments due. You know, last night I'm looking at my calendar, got two papers and assignment due. And I'm just like, I hate my life. <laughs> and this morning I'm like about to just, like I was blasting come a little bit closer. The second the trade happened and I started dancing in front of my mirror. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like I was literally listening to love songs. Like yep. I, like it is a real Valentine's Day because we love this team so much, and they clearly love us back. Oh yeah, something that we needed to see. Like really needed to see. God, like dude, I was not expecting to record today. I was fully expecting to just have our guest episode tomorrow. Didn't even shave. Didn't even didn't even prepare myself because I was like, oh. Great, another shitty Monday for no one to look forward to. And then I look over, and Tyler Toffoli is a Calgary Flame. He is. And does he not look great in that jersey? Oh, dude. 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 Just, dude. Dude. Like, what a day. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. You literally added a guy with term not just an extra year on top like another two seasons after this one for literal pennies on the dollar because at the end of the day none of the assets that we gave up matter to the overall success of this team that's what being in win now mode is if you can trade any little thing possible that doesn't affect your current roster or your massive prospect pieces do it do it do it do it when darren drieger just reported about the first fifth prospect Pitlick to Montreal That's- when he just said prospect I was shitting bricks I was like who did you give up like who is the prospect here then I look and within seconds Freeds gets his tweet up and I see Heineman and I'm just like let's go like, I'm like, let's That's go. beautiful like I don't care this is unreal what a way to start the week and like coming up to the deadline we still have like 
Valimaki, who you could deal for another piece. Like, we're obviously, like, this is our big move. Like, this is it here. But uh, coming up to the deadline, if you want to add, like, a sure, if Brad really wants another depth defenseman or oh. a depth, uh, depth forward, you still got a couple picks in your back pocket. You still got Valimaki that you could dish. Like, we're going to be set up here. Like, we're going to be getting ready to go for these playoffs. And, or like, I've seen so many Oilers fans in comments being like, oh, no, like, down bad. Oh. <laughs> the Oilers fans know that this is a big one. Like, I can't wait to watch the Flames game. I can't wait. Dude, when do you think – that's what I'm going to say. When do you think he'll be in? Brad was being, was being asked about uh, tomorrow. He said that Tyler's flying in tonight. So he'll be in Calgary tonight. And he said that um, it's up to Daryl. So I have a feeling because Tyler's in Montreal, he doesn't have to go through any of the like travel restrictions or anything yeah. like that. I'm calling it. He's playing tomorrow night. He's playing oh Tuesday. Night. <laughs> Holy he, that's Daryl's boy. He's getting here tonight. He's going to get a, a day of practice in with the team tomorrow. Ready to go. Ready to fly. He's in tomorrow night, 100%. What a day. What a day, what a- Fred. This is insane. Let's go. Happy Valentine's Day. I love all of you. Love you, man. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we've got a guest episode coming up for you tomorrow. Should be a good one. And, uh, yeah. Awesome, man. What a day. Let's go, Flames. <laughs>